What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Dimes Podcast. I am your host, TJ Plager, with my co-host, Tucker Hammer. What is up, Tucker? What's going on, TJ? Hey. It's been a while since I've been here. I know, man. You're busy. You're, 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 you're growing into a young man. I know, dude. It's like life just gets you, and then you get caught up, and next thing you know, you're working for the weekends. I, I, <laughs> I hear you. How's things going? Good? Yeah, going good. Like you said, um, staying busy for the most part. So, yeah, it's been a to... while. Been a yeah. while. A lot has you know transpired in the hockey world, uh, life. Uh, one thing, you know, a couple things I seen the list that I want to talk about. And first and foremost, the, the one thing I want to talk about is with the whole now, and that is the Danbury Trashers. Yep. So, long story short, uh, I don't know. I did you get a chance to to watch the uh, episodes or the episode of it? No, I didn't get a chance to follow up on that yet. <laughs> well, after this podcast, you need to uh, go check it out. Because you said about it, Netflix, right? Yes, sir. Untold crimes and penalties of the Danbury Trashers. So, a lot of people, like I, you know, a lot of people don't know, but uh, when I was young and actually really good at hockey at that point in my life, uh, I was up there for the the camp. Got invited up to the camp to go, you know, try to make the team. Didn't know anything. Didn't know that, you know. Jimmy and AJ were didn't know who they were in life. Just knew they had a team, and you know it, it seemed it seemed like it was like a legit thing. And I mean, obviously, it was a legit thing. They had a team, but uh, I, I just want to let you know everybody know now that I'm thankful that I was released. I mean, not saying it was a bad thing or a good thing, but I I'm thankful I was released, knowing now of what transpired back in the day. Long story short, again, is, you know, Jimmy and AJ, Jimmy bought it. Jimmy was the owner, bought the team for his kid, 17 years old, uh, named him the GM and president of grown-ass men. And obviously, you know, he did good things, did good things for the uh, city of Danbury, made a team, uh, brought good guys in, but... uh, I, if you didn't watch it, go watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> like I'm seriously watching the preview for it right now. And right? <laughs> crazy. Jesus. It's, it's 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 intense, man. Like it's funny because, like I saw I saw the the you know the people talking about it. Like you know, oh, there's this hockey documentary. Hockey documentary. I was like, being a hockey player, hockey coach, hockey dad. I was like, let me check this out. And then, like, watching it, watching it, I realized, I'm like, holy shit. And then I messaged my dad right away because my dad went up there to camp with me, stayed up young. And I said, Dad, I'm like, you need to watch this. He's like, why? What's up? I'm like, this is like, I met you and I were up there and I was at camp. And, you know, I, I tell people, and, you know, I mentioned this to uh, for when I ran into him at an alumni game, uh, when I worked an alumni game, the Flyers and Penguins, we were at camp, you know, I'm, I would say 170, 180 pounds. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. I'm lined up next to this guy. Mind you, I, I, you know, watch this guy. I used to go to games with my uncle, you know, with the Phantoms. And this guy, talk. he was literally an animal. Like, long-ass hair. Get this shit out of you. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what he did. That, 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 that was his job. That was his job to go out and beat the shit out of you. Look him up, YouTube, Frank the Animal Bilos. So we're lined up, you know, on the ice, and he looks at me and said, I, I, sorry, I'm laughing because Lanny's standing right in front of me. I'm outside with a fire going on, having some cocktails, and Lanny's, you know, imitating everything I say right now right beside me. <laughs> so I'm lined up, and, you know, Frank comes up beside me. Mind you, you know, you have, like, Brent Gretzky there, Roman Nudar, those guys, and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And – you know, Frank lines up next to me and looks at me and says, we're going. And I looked at him with a straight-ass face, and I said, you're out of your fucking mind. And I skated. And the puck dropped, and I skated away. Look over my shoulder. You know, Frank's chasing me. And, dude, chased me all the way. Hopped on the bench, left you know, finish camp out. And I thank, you know, Jimmy and AJ again for, you know, hosting such a great event. I, I moved on. <laughs> I was like, yep. told my dad, I'm like, dad, uh, I got really, you know, didn't make the team. All right, cool. Jumped in the car. See you later. And right back to, you know, PA. But uh, again, if you haven't watched the documentary, it's good. Uh, you know, now they're doing, it's, 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 it's crazy how long it's been. You know, since they, you know, were established and, you know, now they're coming back, you know, making jerseys and stuff like that. It's a good thing. I, I love it. So you definitely, you definitely got to go check it out. hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'm half tempted to just push play right now and start watching. It. Dude, <laughs> as soon as you get off this, you go, I'm telling you, grab a drink, sit on your couch and watch it. And then your mind's going to be blown. Just blown. Like. It was literally a combination of WWE, well, WWF at the time, and hockey. You know, and I, I, you know, I read up on these guys. I read up, you know, listen to, you know, bits and pieces of podcasts, you know, clips they have on Twitter and Instagram. And I, I, I heard, uh, you know, AJ was talking about it with, you know, the NHL filed a lawsuit against them. Yeah for being close to, you know, the Atlanta Thrasher name. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah, it was, they filed a lawsuit, and, you know, you know, AJ said that, you know, they don't, they don't have, they don't, they didn't have all kinds of money like the NHL had and all the power that Gary Bettman had. And he, uh, he said what they did is they, they grabbed a paper, filled it out properly, put it in the fax machine and sent it back to NHL in New York. And said, if you want to do that, we'll fly you guys down here. We'll play, and whoever wins gets the name. <laughs> because it was so close. It was Trashers, Thrashers, you know? Yep. So that's what he did. And long story short, nothing happened. You know, in the NHL, I backed off. Everybody moved on. It's, it's, it's insane, man. It's really insane. I don't want to give too much away if people didn't people didn't watch it you know like yourself and other people listening but it's it's crazy man it's it's really 
intense, you know, with the, they were in the UHL. So the UHL is basically the ECHL now, if you really want to look yeah. at it. Yep, they just kind of expanded. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good league, man. It was, it was good, but, you know, like, it was, like, when I say it was WWE and, and hockey, it, it legit was. Like, I, I just, dude, I keep, like, I don't want to give it away, but it's like, it just keeps coming to my mind. Like, you know, there's, there's bits and pieces where, you know, players were looking up in the press box to, you know, Jimmy, and he'd give him the head nod to go beat the shit out of a guy, and then he would pay him, you know, cash. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane, insane. Like it's, I, I get it. You know where they're coming from. They were intimidating team. You know, like they they wanted to be like the Broad Street Bullies of the days. I was just gonna say that's exactly what it was. It was just um, exactly. It was a I modern mean, day called lower talent, but it's yeah. just a developmental Broad Street Bullies is what it kind of seems like it was. It absolutely was. And they even said it, and that's what they, they wanted to do. But they intimidated, and they, dude, they were like, I think, don't quote me on this, I think they were like second or third in the league in scoring with goals and shit. And it was, it, 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 I guess that's a, you know, intimidation factor, which is good, you know? And yeah, again, no, the more I, I kind of read up on it, I mean, it looks like the Trashers were a decent team. Oh, they were. It, it was, again, it was a great order. Uh, you know, for what they did, what AJ did for the team. And, you know, they had – they butted heads with the commissioner and everything, obviously. And But, yeah. you know, it, it was – I think it's it's a great, you know, story for hockey. I think it's, you know, a great thing for people to watch, to realize, like, a 17-year-old, like, how we scouted players is like we did when – you know, like, what I did when I was a kid is, hey, I want to pick this guy. If you're going to look his stats up and be like, oh, that guy's got awesome stats. Let me give him a call. You know, and, and not many people, I don't know if you know, but, you know, Michael Rupp. Michael Rupp, an NHL player, went down to play yep. with them during the lockout. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so he went to play when the, when the lockout was going on. So, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Uh, we're going to switch topics. I don't want to give much away here. Um, one, there's, there's other things I want to talk about. And I read this, and I copy and pasted because I, I wanted to talk about it. Is you know, and, and this is it was a couple weeks ago. The NHL starts in a couple weeks. Yep. My my squirt tonight. Yep, uh, my squirt three team. I don't know what three or whatever it was. My squirt team has played six games and about twelve practices already. What the fuck is wrong with youth hockey? Is it a money grab that deter deters multi sport athletes from playing other sports? Shorten the season and embrace multi-sport athlete. Uh, I mean, eh. I mean, I can I can see it where you're coming from if your kid wants to play multiple sports in the same season. But you've got to understand that comes with being a multi-sport athlete as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's just it. I mean, you know which sports fall in the summer, which sports fall in the fall. What comes around in the winter, and what options you have for summer programs. You've got to be able to. Balance it out, I guess, is what I would say. And yeah. Try to evaluate. I mean, nobody's expecting your kid to go pro in all four, five, three, two, whatever, how many sports. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. let the kids I, have fun and enjoy it for right now, I guess. But, you know, and, and to talk about that is it, it's tough. You know, like, you know, I'm a hockey dad. I, you know, both of my boys are playing now, which I fucking love. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like seeing like Braden's out every Saturday now, and you know me hockey learning the play, and from the first time he skated till now, it's like a big time difference. I love it, you know, oh, and absolutely. and to see Landon, you know, from and this goes with this this question that was here, you know, it's Landon's been skating all summer, you know, he's not skating four times a week. He's skating, yeah. you know, one to two times a week. That's it during the week. And I can tell you right now, and, and not just because he's my kid, and, like, the kid's progressed. And, you know, you see it. I show you videos. And... Well, if... That's another thing, too, with, like, off-season training and stuff like that. It's like you can still be that multi-sport athlete. You can still pick that hockey stick up and get your reps in in the summer while you're playing soccer football underwater mm-hmm. basket weaving whatever it might be yeah it's you don't have to go balls to the walls you don't have to go with the same intensity that you've been training with during the regular season people don't understand that 15 minutes of stick handling or 15 minutes of shooting or even just getting on the rollerblades and working on some edges or something like that is going to benefit you way more than just sitting around playing one sport all summer long no, I get it. You know, like, for example, now, Landon's in my driveway right now on inline skates playing hockey right now. Yep. Like, it's just – and for you as a parent to talk about that and say, you know, you don't – it's not a money grab. It really isn't. I mean, it is, but it isn't. But it's, you know, and uh, I'll say, you know, I there's a kid that Landon plays with uh, – you know, he, he's a goalie. His name's Andy Burns. And mm-hmm. the kid, the kid's on the ice, I'd say, six to seven times a week. Goalie. Oh, no. And yeah. I, I tell you, and this kid's a, I think he's a 2013. And he's playing, you know, scored double A right now. 2013 kid playing goalie. Yep. And, you know, you know me. I'm brutally honest. The kid, the kid's got it, man. The kid's got it. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, you know, I tell one of his biggest fans, you know, he, you know, I could sit there and shoot on the practice and you know, like have confidence that, you know, that he's going to stop it. You know what I mean? And you got to look at it this way as a parent, you know, you want to do what's best for your kid in the long run. And I think his dad's doing what's best for him to take him to the next. You got to think about it. Like, are you doing the right thing? Not doing the right thing. Is it a money grab? Is it not a money grab? Yep. In the end, in the end, it's what you make of it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh yeah. It, it's it, you know like I don't want to be you know an asshole by saying this, but you know like I won't. I, I, I it's weird to say, but I won't like take Lanny to other clinics because I took him to the clinic one time and. I'll be honest, he didn't get anything out of it. I watched him the whole time. He didn't get anything out of it. You know, and that's the thing with those damn clinics, too, is we've touched on this before on earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Is it's all about how many kids you got out on the ice. If you've got 26 kids out on the ice there with one coach running that thing, yeah. that's your idea where you should be getting it through your head that this is a money grab. One coach is not going to sit there and give the attention at a hockey developmental clinic to 26 kids. Yeah, 100%. They'll pick out the kids that are good and worth it, and they will sit there and drill them. And you know what? I know it because I've been the kid who's been drilled. I've been the kid who's been pushed to the corner, too, because he wasn't good enough to be at camp. Mm -hmm. 
and you know what? As a parent, at some point, you got to be honest with yourself too. Is my kid hundred percent going to get anything out of this, or am I wasting my money and going to get mm-hmm. pissed off at an organization instead? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you can't you can't get mad at an organization if a you're pushing your kid too too hard that doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? B the kid shows no interest at all and is not progressing. Like oh, you yeah. can you can throw out all the money you want in this world. And if the kid's not progressing, like you might as well just fucking get a fire pit that's in front of me right now and just throw all the fucking money in there because you're burning it away. It's it's for nothing. I get it what Honestly. you're trying to do. I get it. You're trying to make your kid better. I get it. But if the if the will isn't there to want to get better, it's not it's not practical, man. No. And that's for any sport. That's for you know baseball, ball, basketball. It's it's oh, for absolutely. any sport. So Absolutely. I mean, yes, and 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 it's a yes and no. It's a money grab because you got to look at it this way: is is it, it's a money grab during clinics that you know have like Tucker said, thirty five kids to one coach. Absolutely, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it should be you know cut out like a hockey school is you know one coach, maybe ten kids, because yep. you can run two lines, you know, and just go. Um, oh, you know, I mean, I've even been to camps too where they've got. 50, 60 kids there. Mm-hmm. But they'll split you off into four different groups and they'll have a coach teaching you stuff in a classroom and then you've got a coach teaching you off-ice workouts and you've got on-ice workouts. Yeah. It's like, you know, at some point you really got to sit down and just think about it and just really be smart about it and look, because I've done the NA camps, I've done the NA tryouts, I've done all of that stuff, and essentially, like we've talked about in the past, we've just funded another team season because yeah. all you're going to do is try to fill two, three roster spots. Everybody else is just paying their way for these teams to travel and compete throughout the season. I agree, and that's and that's not that's not a problem because obviously they've got to do what they got to do as well. Oh, you're you're not wrong. You're not because wrong at all. I don't know how many times we can say it. Hockey is a business. I mean, oh, and, after, and, after a and, certain point in time, it quit. It's not just for fun anymore. It is about winning. It is a business, and it's about getting a championship. It's about going to the next level. It's about advancing kids. And if you're not there, a hundred percent ready to commit and work, yeah, you're not going to be one of those kids on that roster, and you're certainly not going to be one of the ones advancing. But that's again too. You say that we could touch on that as well. Is you know, it's the entitlement of, you know, hey, my kid's got a uniform. He's got to play. Oh, and, you and know, that, and that's, an, that's another it, thing, too. It's like even with my like my brothers, I'll use them as examples. They'd come home bitching about one thing or another with a coach. Yeah. To find out that these kids are dicking around and not doing what they're supposed to at practice, too. It's like, <laughs> Hunter? Know? Hunter, no. Hunter, no. Yeah, never. Right? never. <laughs> no. Perfect little kid. <laughs> but that also goes, you know, and that, that goes with the next – thing we want to talk about is you know the lack of respect for the game and yeah. and the coaching staff you know that was that was brought up to me as well is what, what what are our thoughts on that and i appreciate that question and you know i i don't know how many times we got to talk about it or preach about it which i could talk about it all day i could talk about it till midnight tonight <laughs> well that's just it i mean if you don't respect the game and you are even your coaching staff, mm-hmm. that respect's not coming back to you. 
don't expect extra shifts, don't expect to be on a power play penalty kill line, don't expect any special teams time, you know, and, and don't even expect to see the ice during regular play. Exactly. If you've got a trash attitude, and you know it as well as I do, I've played with a shit attitude, and you've benched me before. Mm-hmm. I Listen, I benched my own kid. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the way it goes. If you're not there to compete and your mind's on other bullshit or you're thinking about what's going on outside of the game or after the game, mm-hmm. just don't play. But again, too, and, and like you said, with the whole shit attitude, you know, if you – and this is any love. This is – this is uh, I want to say, you know, I would say second year might all the way to, to junior even pro, if you if you come to the rink with a shitty attitude, it's gonna bring your play down, your teammates play down, and you know the coach's attitude down because the coach the coach doesn't want to deal with bullshit. You know so what I mean? How many times, how many times that, during our rebel season did we have games where we weren't sure how many players we'd even have for a lineup before ten minutes before puck drop because guys didn't care? Oh, 100 percent. And that's the thing, like, and, and this is, and we, we, and we talk about it before is, and, and their parents were paying thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's, thousands that's of it. dollars. And they didn't show up. You know? I just couldn't understand that. Like, I never was able to wrap my head around that. No, I, I didn't get it either. But that's the thing, too. And, and, and that goes from, you know, uh, mites all the way to junior hockey all the way up to, to college hockey. Your parents are putting this money out. That, that's, yep. you know, some junior levels. So it merely makes makes you think, like, what, what the reasoning of is, you know, coming to the rink. Yeah, people have bad days. They really yep. – has a bad day. But, you know, you come to the rink and, you know, you have a shitty attitude and you, you all of a sudden aren't playing because you have a shitty attitude. Like, you don't, you don't look at the coach. You don't. No. You look at yourself – in the mirror, and say, why am I not playing? And you certainly you know? don't hop on a bus all the way to North Carolina. No! Oh, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Again, that, <laughs> that had me rattled. <laughs> I was sitting there. I remember just getting ready to go out for warm-ups, and this kid's like, my dad's telling me I can't play, and I'm just like, who in the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like, I, I that just goes with you know, you got to have love for the game, love and respect for the game. You really, and that's in any sport. You know, I, I tell Landon, like, it, this time's going to go fast. The time he plays right now is going to go fast and live it up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you, you play every shift like it's your last, and you bust your ass. And, and his, his coach, you know, the head coach, even says, you know, he rewards kids for their, their playing time. You know, their effort. And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, Landon played, they, they played, his team played Montclair, right? Yeah. Te- team was good. I'm not going to lie. They were a good team all around. You know, and uh, we lost 6-5. And that's the game Lanny had all five goals for our team. You okay. know, and, and I'll be honest with you, you know, like he was out there. I think he probably in three periods, he probably got six Six rest on the bench. He probably rests six times in three periods because he was rewarded for his hustle and his attitude for trying to help the team. Not, 
not, you know, like, you know, like say you're a junior player and you're getting pissed off and you sit the bench because you're not, you know, hustling or, you know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. Like if you're not going to hustle, you're going to sit. And that's the thing. And like you said before, and we touched on it a million times, it's, it's a job. It's a hundred percent a job. Look at it like a job. And I told you guys that from the first time I met you guys, like you pretend this is a job. Yeah. You pretend this is a job. If you want more hours, meaning ice time, you're going to put in the work. You're going to come to work. You're going to come, you know, bust your ass and you're going to get rewarded. And that's, that's how it is, man. And, and, and the lack of respect, you know, I've seen it on other teams, you know, for the lack of respect to some kids. And it just like, I literally, I look and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, Oh, I know if, some of the shit just makes your head spin, doesn't it? Dude, it's, it, it's, oh God, my dad would uh, whip my ass. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Whip my ass if if that ever happens, and from like all the way to pro, we get it. You're gonna have a bad, day. but you go in. It's really for a good six months. These guys on your team, no need to oh, bitch yeah. at them. No need to bitch you with the coach because again, they're they're volunteering. They're not getting paid. These coaches aren't getting paid. And then, you know, oh, they got to come to – it's not fun. You know, these guys work. You know, no, some you know, coaches, you know, work eight. Like... Oh, yeah, like coaches got full-time jobs outside of what they do. Absolutely. They bust their yeah. asses providing for their family and then come put in their time to coach these kids up. Yep. And if they can't have that common respect, that's – frustrating as hell for a coach yeah it is and like you said it's eight to nine eight to ten hours i don't don't know what hockey looks like around you with that well it's yeah but i don't i don't know what hockey looks like around you guys but like when we've got coaches that are completely run by parents and the head boards around here just because they want to complain about playtime and everything else but that's again too that's dude parents being involved too many parents. That is my biggest pet peeve. If if you're a parent, right? Again, you're paying for them to play. That should be it. That should be it. You know what I mean? Like, pay for your kid to get there and make sure they show up at the rink and cheer. That's it. Not not you know, you know, put your hand in the cookie jar. Why is my kid not playing? Why is he not on the power play? Why is he not on the penalty? Like. Again, you're a practice. You put in the work at practice, and you're going to get rewarded. That's the name of the game. Don't you dictate again? That's yourself looking in the mirror and saying, "What do I need to get better?" Like, and and for the Ian Air podcast we did, and Landon lives by this motto that he said, "What are you willing to do that the other guy isn't willing to do in front of you?" And dude, I I I love that saying that he said. I, I do and. Lanny loves that saying, and I tell him that before every game. You know what I mean? I, I tell him, when you line up next to somebody, what are you willing to do that that guy right across from you or somebody in your team is not willing to do? You know? Yeah, because, I mean, end of the day, I mean, 
sure those are your teammates that you're playing with and everything like that, but you're also competing with them to get to that next level. 100%. 100%. And that comes from a mutual respect. And you've mm-hmm. got to respect your teammates each and every time because if you're going to play as an individual, no coach is going to stand. No, again, shit. and that's why I put that I put that picture up on Instagram about coachable players, non-coachable <laughs> players. Yep. You know, it's it's, and I, I I that's not my quote that said that it's it's Ian Lapierre and his dad told him that and and I will live by that with my kids. I really will. You know, oh, yeah. like it's it's the it's a God's honest truth. And, you know, I, I wish I wish I was taught that when I was younger because, you know, I was, yeah, you know, you're competing against your teammates 100%. But, you know, it's really what are you willing to do that they're not? Even the other team, you know what I mean? Like, are you, are you willing to bust your dick to the corner before the other guy and peel out of the corner and probably wrap it and beat that icing call? So, yep. I mean, that's, that, that's great. Um, and again, it, it, this is the next thing and, and <laughs> it really is. It's taking it to the next level. Oh yeah. Taking it to the next level is, and, and, it, and I love the question that I, I copy and paste it because it all goes with, you know, what we, we were talking about is, you know, taking it to the next level. Like I'll tell you, and, and this is the God's honest truth. I, I was Tucker's coach. For juniors, it was a, it was a year, but it felt like five years. It really did. Oh yeah. And um, Tucker came to camp. You know, I, I'm not. I don't have room to talk. You know, I'm a little overweight myself. And when Tucker came to camp, overweight. You know what Very I mean? Overweight. He came to camp overweight. He was fucking dying. You know, my the practices I ran. You know, high intensity. Well, before you know, Steve Isu ran him with his fucking pointer. Get that laser out of here, man. When I ran it, I skate. I skate the kids. I, you know, with Lanny's team now, like Coach Steve gives me the kids 15 to 20 minutes before practice. I skate the shit out of them, and they outskate every team now. Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, Tucker came to camp out of shape. You know, didn't really – it showed. It didn't – he didn't really like – he was there, but he wasn't there. And, you know, he left. He had some – personal issues to go back to North Dakota and I, I swear to God the kid came but you you came back Tucker and it was you were a whole different fucking kid. It's like you know I I can really attest to that and tell you that that is the God honest truth. <laughs> like when I went home like that was kind of like a big step back for me. Like is this really what I want to do? Do I really want to pursue this? Yep. And each day I sat at home because I think I was only gone for a total of four or five days. Yeah, it felt like forever because I kept texting you every fucking hour on the hour. Oh, I know. My phone was blowing <laughs> up. But the more I sat there, the more I was like, damn, I just want to get back on the ice and I don't really care how I do it. Mm-hmm. The rest is history from there. But it was. And, and for the audience listening, it, it was God's honest truth. Like, he came back, wanted to be a leader. He was a, he was a leader. He was, an, he was a captain. And... That's what he wanted to do. He, he literally was, you know, busting his dick. He really was. Lost weight, was busting his dick, playing with a broken fucking sternum, you know, and shit like that. It, it, it is what it is. And then, you know, the Rebels fell apart, and we moved on to the Revolution, and, and you were, you know, a leader there as well. It really was. It was It was a, it was a changing point, and that's that's what kids got to understand. It's, you're, it's not going to be handed to you, and that's what's wrong with, you know, 
I don't want to say your generation, Tuck, but it really is. It's, no, it's it part starts of, with my generation. It really is. It's, you know, it, it, shit's, shit's not going to be handed to you. It really isn't. And I, I explained this to Landon. Like, you got to go out and work and get what, what you want. No, and, you okay. know, for all the listeners listening, like, I wasn't a skilled player by any means. I was not Guess what the last one fastest on the ice. I didn't have the hardest shot. I didn't have an accurate shot. But I, I, that's a lie. I got a video of that. I got a video of you lighting Max up. I've still got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate as fuck if you hit the back bar on your shoulder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. But, but no, it, dog, I mean, like, I, I see the pictures pop up, and I miss it every day. I oh, really, dude, I, 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 wish, I do. I wish and, shit and, with Oregon wouldn't have fallen through with COVID and everything like that, but. No, it, it, you know, shit happens for a reason. It really does. You know, it, you're a young kid, man. It, 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 you can get back in hockey, you know, even if it's coaching. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, for, for like AZ. AZ's coaching out in Seattle, Washington right now. I know. He's, he's killing it out there. He looks he's like killing he's killing it. Like, he's making making music, you know, coaching. And it's funny. And, and I say this, and, and people laugh at it, you know, like, the, the relationship that, you know, you have with, you know, your ex-players, your, your players that you coach. Like, you know, before before I met, you know, you guys, Tuck, I had a team, and I, I swear, in by far was the best team I ever coached was the team I coached in Jersey with Flemington. Yeah. And, and, the, and the relationship you have with those guys is it's crazy because I coached these kids when they were fucking 16 years old, man. And now they're sending me videos on Snapchat that they're drinking, having a good time. <laughs> you know, it's it, oh, it yeah. is. But you know, in in these kids, I don't want to say they're kids, but they are to me. They reach out, like you know, like oh, they can't wait to see Landy. Landy's going to be like a first or first round pick. You know, they 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 follow Landon because when these guys were playing, Landon was literally was like one to two years old, one years old. Oh yeah. And I had Lanny on the ice, and Lanny come in the locker room like he did with you guys. <laughs> but that's that's the bond, you know what I mean? And I try to I try to you know implement with wait, like have a relationship with the teammates also because you know, also going to go to the next level. You're going to keep moving up with these guys, but some people are going to fade off to the left, which isn't good. And some people like yourself, hopefully. Are going to fade off to the right. Yep. So, I mean, that's that's where we're at right now. I mean, it, it, hockey's going well. Uh, coaching's going well. Can't complain. Um, I just, I, 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 I don't know if you know this. I, I don't know if Mikey wanted to let you know as well that Mikey got a promotion at work. Did he know? Yes. He Good did. He, he he wants to. He's got more time now. He says he wants to jump on with us when we can. Um, we we set. <laughs> we um, I confirmed and set up appointment with um, NHL Stanley Cup champion Joe Watson. He was with the Broad Street Bully, seventy four, seventy five Stanley Cup. Nice. Uh, got him set up for October. I think the first week of October. Okay. So we got that going on, but other than that, man, it life's good. Life's good for me. I know life's good for you. So finally got a new job, loving it. Oh yeah, hell fucking yeah! Again, if you guys have 
you know, you listen to this, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Let us know your questions. I love the feedback from you guys. Um, but other than that, Tuck, again, thank you for being a part of this. And Absolutely. stay dusty. Stay dusty. Stay dusty. <laughs>